Welcome to episode two of Spreaker Live for June 3rd, 2015. Man, just seems like yesterday we did this. But any event, I'd like to welcome our co-host, Rob Greenlee of Head of Content at uh, Spreaker.com. How's it going, Rob? Good, Jeff. It's great to be here again uh, in our second episode. It's uh, it, it's exciting, and uh, and we definitely uh, want to make sure everybody in the community, the especially the Spreaker community, knows that uh, this show that we're doing um, is all about you. Uh, we're going to offer tips and advice. We're going to have expert hosts on here, and we're going to have some guests that can come on to uh, to, to help you and uh, uh, those outside of Spreaker to create a better podcast or better on-demand audio show. You know, this show is airing every Wednesday at noon Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern. And we're only live audio this week, but uh, video is going to come back in the future here. So, so we definitely want your feedback and thoughts on topics we covered in the show. So send uh, questions and comments to podcasts at Spreaker.com or you can send them to uh, at Spreaker on Twitter and use our hashtag, Spreaker Live. And if you have a tech support question, send that to support at Spreaker.com. Yeah, we have a lot to cover this week on Spreaker Live. I mean, uh, this is a brand new thing for Spreaker doing this show. But we have a lot to cover. We, um, we're going to talk some podcasting new stuff. Also, we're going to have a producer tip of the week, which I think is fantastic for everybody trying to improve their podcast. Uh, and with that topic, we're going to talk about what are the core elements of a successful podcast. We're going to answer some uh, questions from the mailbag. Uh, I think I got the mailbag, uh, Spreaker ba- uh, mailbag somewhere around here, but uh, I'm, I'm digging for it right now as I'm talking. Uh, but we're going to hear from three listeners this week that uh, gave us stuff in the mailbag. And uh, we're going to interview a special guest. I hope I get his last name right. Rob Letkus from the Sports Better, uh, Betters TV. Dot com. Um, I'm really interested in talking to these guys. See how? Yeah, that's a huge show on the Spreaker platform, and they do a lot of video too. But uh, it's a high high energy show talking about sports and and people that like to uh, to bet on sports. You know, so that's a hot area, and they're, they're getting lots of downloads and action. Well, let's get right to it. Uh, let's talk about some of the podcast news this week. Uh, interesting, I thought was the uh, distribution news of uh, Spotify and Deezer. Adding podcast. That's crazy. I know, amazing. I mean, isn't it amazing that the that music and podcasts are actually uh, coming back together again? I think for 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 many many years, you know, on the radio dial, music and spoken word were right next to each other, and then also we went through this phase where it was separated. You know, they were pulling it apart, putting it in separate apps, and all this kind of stuff. But now we're seeing it uh, come back together again with Spotify adding podcasts and. And Deezer basically uh, buying Stitcher, yeah. which then took that catalog and added it to their their Deezer application. I mean, Deezer's not that well known as a music platform here in the U.S., but they're but they're huge overseas. Um, so I would say that they're as big as Spotify is in in Europe and and around the world as Spotify is here in the U.S. Um, so getting your podcast into those platforms um, is. Uh, it's a little easier with Deezer now than it is with Spotify. Deezer uh, basically took that whole Stitcher catalog and added it, and I think they have like uh, close to 30,000 shows in the Stitcher catalog. So chances are you may already be there if you're doing a show, but if not, go to stitcher.com and take your RSS feed out of the 
the speaker system or if you have it hosted somewhere else and get it submitted to them, uh, you have to go through kind of a little bit of a review process and sign their terms of service agreements uh, and things like that, but you can get it in there. Spotify is a little different story. They, they kind of were cherry-picking shows from the podcaster community. Um, so uh, they're kind of ramping up slowly. So uh, we'll see if they open that up uh, more publicly to add shows. I think they're, they're starting out with only a few hundred shows on the platform. And that's because they're signing deals with in individual shows. That's very interesting that they're doing that. So how do we get into, uh, I'm at Spreaker, uh, iHeartRadio, Sonos, YouTube, and SoundCloud via Spreaker. How do we do that? Well, if you just create create a show on the platform, it's really as simple as, as uh, basically clicking a button to submit your show to the iHeartRadio folks, and they, they will review it, and they will decide if they're, they're going to add it to the catalog. They, they typically don't add music shows, so if you are playing music in your Spreaker show, um, they typically won't add that to the catalog. It has to be pure talk radio, um, spoken word content. Um, so that's, that's the pathway there. And they will let you know via sending back an email and things like that to, uh, to verify or to deny basically access to the iHeartRadio platform. So, and then Sonos, um, that is kind of like an automatic feed. It's available through the Sonos uh, platform um, shows from Spreaker, and then also uh, YouTube is another automatic publish situation that that doesn't have to go through a review process. All, all you have to do is set up your YouTube account in your settings area with your show, and uh, you're good to go. And that episodes get gets pushed over there, and and Spreaker creates a custom artwork that displays in the video window area of your uh, show, so it looks really nice and. And uh, it's available on that huge platform as well. And, and it's a similar situation with SoundCloud. Uh, you're, you just sign in and it creates, uh, creates an account in our system and it pushes the episode over to SoundCloud. So it's actually, that, that's a big part of what we're trying to do is we're trying to make our platform um, easy for podcasters to, to distribute widely. And I think that's very powerful. Yeah, and uh, big news too uh, with, the, with the podcasting is the huge mega podcast serial it tends to launch season two this fall and season three next spring. What do you think about that, Rob? Yeah, it's it's awesome. You know, I'm sure that they've been hammered with people asking, uh, "When's the next uh, you know next episode?" Essentially, they you know I'm not a huge fan of this whole season um, things that uh, that podcasts have tended to kind of do. I'm so used to just doing shows for eternity, right, Jeff? <laughs> you just right. gotta do it, do it every week until you keel over and, and die. Um, so, so that's the ideology that a lot of podcasters have, though you know, pod fading is a significant thing in the space. Um, so I, maybe it's a smart thing that you do it in seasons because you're kind of like pacing yourself, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's pod fading. For, I think, that, I think the, some of these uh, podcasters are a little bit smarter than we are. What they do is they get you hooked, bait and hook with their shows, and then they go might do a Kickstarter campaign to raise money to do season two. We need $60,000 to complete this season. There you go. Uh, that's yeah. exactly what happens. Yep. So what the heck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Start charging for your show, Jeff. Jeez. It's good. Yeah, I might get a penny. Content. You get a penny, penny for that or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Also, our uh, Spreaker CEO is on a panel uh, with the serial producer uh, at the Gen Summit 2015 in Barcelona. Man, that's a good gig. Barcelona. Yeah. No, it is. And. And uh, he's going to be on this panel back there. I'm, I'm sure you probably haven't heard of the Gen Summit before because it's, it's more of a European yeah. 
um, kind of event. And and also, I I wanted to mention that Sarah Koenig uh, is going to be at Podcast Movement. Um, she's like the the star of Serial. Yeah. Uh, and we're also a sponsor of Podcast Movement. Um, Spreaker is what I'm referring to. Uh, for their 2015 event that's going to be happening in Fort Worth, Texas on July 31 through August 2nd. So if you're a podcaster, that's going to be a huge event. I I talked to uh, one of the organizers on another show that I do, and he was telling me that they're going to have a 1,000 people there, and they're getting some terrific speakers. You know, Aisha Tyler is going to be there, the big big TV star comedian out of L.A., and, and a lot of people. Uh, the, the the public radio stars are going to be there. I mean, like like Sarah, and so it's it's going to be a huge event. Speaker's going to have live streaming going on there, so we're going to have like a little booth in the hallway. So if you can make it to Podcast Movement, it's going to be a great event. And just go to podcastmovement.com and 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 sign up for that. And you'll be there. I, I don't know if I'll be there yet, but uh, I know you'll be there uh, doing. Yeah, I'm going to be there, right? and and you know, Jeff, we're going to try and sneak you in the back door. Okay. I'm used to that. I'm used to that. I'm six foot five, so I have to be put in a speaker bag and yeah, there you go. Shipped yeah, in. Exactly. Uh, so let's get to uh, you know some of the most important elements of uh, doing a podcast. Uh, with your knowledge and your background, you've been doing this a very long time, Rob. Uh, you know, for me, I just like to be natural of how to do a be- better podcast. What I tell podcasters, they say, they go, how, you know, Jeff, how do I do a better podcast? I said, just be yourself more than anything, right? Because that's got to radiate through the the audio realm of ear candy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's just, it's, it's you know, connecting with people at the end of the day, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, I think you really have to be kind of knowledgeable about whatever topic that you're talking about, or you just have to plain be be funny. I mean, I think it, and, and some people are a little bit of both, and some people have uh, a knack for being able to tell stories, right? Um and to tell jokes or to do this kind of things. And that's why you see the kind of shows that you see in the podcasting space is that people have different skills, right? So these conversational skills, kind of like what we're doing with this show, is, is uh, it's, it's an acquired skill. It's not something that you just in- inherently know. You would think that it's just, it's just talking, right? Um, but it, there's a lot of kind of mic skills. There's, there's a lot of things that go into this. So so being funny, storytelling, and just being able to connect with people in a in a real way, I think it needs to come across the the microphone that you're speaking to a real person, and that's because these the these listeners have earbuds in their ear, right? It doesn't get too much more personal than that, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, but you, you got to be yourself and yeah. be comfortable with yourself. Uh, you know, there's a lot of technical thing to it. Let's talk about a little bit about sound quality. Uh, the you know streaming out 120k is is great. Uh, it kind of gives you that big boy radio sound if you got the right mics. Um, and yep. that, you know, obviously if you, if you sound like, uh, you know, dookie, you know, it <laughs> doesn't matter if you're the talented person in the whole wide world, at, at, you know, if it's hurting somebody's ears and probably not going to listen to it. Right. Well, I, yeah, sound quality is kind of a, it's, it's more to do with noise, um, than, than to do with one's voice. I mean, I, I know a lot of podcasters that don't have um, radio broadcaster voices that do very well in podcasting. So it's it, it's more like being real and being who you are and and offering value to the listener and being able to connect with that listener. There's a lot of podcasters that don't have great radio voices, and that's okay. You know, there's a lot of people that that uh, have been successful. I mean, I've been involved in podcasting for over almost 11 years now. 
and um, the, the the voices span the spectrum. So, and then also it's really important to drive value to your audience too. I mean, the concept of of a show that has some entertainment and has some information in it is it is really important. You know, I know that we need to add add a little bit more of the entertainment value in this show um, off and on. So, and Jeff, you do a terrific job of that. So well, I have to say, let me let's uh, get a phone call. Let's see who that is. Oh, wait a minute. I'm Casey Kasem for American Top 40. Not everybody has a voice like this. See, not you know right. that, that, that's what you got to understand. Sometimes, like you know, you just got to be yourself and yep. just, just let it flow. I mean, because some people listen to those voices, like I, I can't do that. But you know, some of the best podcasts I've heard have just been people being themselves and just shooting the breeze, basically. You know, with no pressure, no agenda. Yeah, and I think if you look at the you know sound quality from the perception of of um, the encoding of the episode. Um, it's become fairly common now to to make an MP3 that's 128 kilobit per second or K, KB, uh, but uh, it's it's okay to put it out there at 96. But I wouldn't get too much lower than 96. I know some some platforms are pushing out episodes at 64K. I think you're getting into the range there at 64K where you're creating kind of maybe a little bit of a painful listening experience. So right. that 96 to 128 in and Spreaker defaults to 128. So if you use any of the Spreaker publishing tools, um, you're going to be pushed out at 128. Just because that's that's a quality level. It's CD quality essentially. So you're you're at least at a kind of like a higher end FM radio quality sound, which is which is has proven to be acceptable to listen to music and and more high fidelity type of audio experiences. Well, let's talk about show presentation. Uh- Overall, we, we, we touched it a little bit about that last week, but, you know, very, very important. I think a lot of frustrations sometimes with, uh, you know, getting your show distributed with the, the uh, cover art. Uh, you know, like we discussed last week, iTunes has a real strict policy, what your uh, res is going to be. Let's, let's, let's touch on it again because that's very, very important. Yeah, it is. Well, I'll, I'll just go over it really quickly. I mean, the, the iTunes spec says that you have to have a minimum size of 1,400 by 1,400 pixels. Um, that's basically a square image that's 1,400 pixels wide and 1,400 pixels high, um, and up to a maximum of 7,000 pixels square. So as we're seeing, you know, the Apple devices move towards 4K screens, they're starting to up the game on that. So um, if you want to be featured like in uh, Apple TV, and because there is podcast experience in Apple TV, um, more TVs are being sold that are in the 4K range, and um, that they want to be able to support those um, in a in a really high quality experience. So you you may want to consider moving towards uh, 3,000 by 3,000 for your cover art. Uh, I know that's a huge file, um, but that's the direction the, the industry is going. And then also just just make sure that you've completely filled out your description area, your textual description of your in your episodes. And in your series level descriptions too, and be very descriptive of what your show's about. That's like your your sales copy, right? And and make sure that the the, the listener knows how they can contact you in there. Also, um, what the context of the show is, who's the guests, um, and 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 also the other big thing too is is you need to share your show in the real world too. You need to get out and go to events. You need to participate in your local community. You need to do things to get the word out about the show that you're doing because you never know. You might be able to get some local press coverage, or you might be able to get some local local attention for what you're doing on this show. 
Yeah, so the wide distribution uh, on all the listening platforms, why is that so important? So, you know, the basically, I think it's important. I'll say my two cents. But basically, I think it's important because, you know, if you're a brand new show, the more platforms you can be on to get noticed, the better. Uh, you know, obviously, this is my old manager speaking. When I used to work with music artists, I would pull back if I had a two million down, you know, two million downloaded podcast. I would say, well, maybe you shouldn't spread it out. Let's bring it to one spot here. What do you, what do you, what do you have to say to the podcaster that's just starting off with all the distribution portals? Yeah, I just think you need to go to where listeners are that are listening to on-demand audio, specifically spoken word on-demand audio, and that's the all the big platforms: um, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, and surprisingly, YouTube uh, is becoming more and more of an important audio platform, um, surprisingly. Um, obviously, huge on, on the video side. But you know, as you're starting to see you know, um, iHeartRadio and Spotify and TuneIn, and there's just a lot of places where there's millions of people listening to audio, and you just have to be there as much as you can. And um, even if you can get on maybe a local radio station in your local market doing doing a show, you know, there's, it's probably okay to do that too. I know I had a show for many, many years that I published that I, I got um, parts of my show into public radio stations as well as commercial radio stations and tried to do live streaming online and just was everywhere I could possibly be with my show. I think that's the key to finding an audience. Exactly. Well, let's get to uh, the mailbag questions and answers. I'm sure lots of people want their uh, questions answered here at Spreaker.com. Let me go find my mailbag. Where'd my mailbag go? Oh, yeah, I, I got the first one here. Let's see. Because actually, people still mail physical mail. I'm just saying. So uh, where was it? Was it under your desk, you know, back in the corner or something? Or was it off on the other side of the room there? Uh, Chris, who does social media, I think he probably hit it somewhere from me. But uh, people do. Uh, there you go. People still use snail mail, believe it or not. So... Uh, this one they do actually. It's a way to stand out now because nobody uses it, right? I think it's impressive when someone sends a, a letter because it takes time and effort and thought. That's right. Uh, than, than just shooting off a social media rant. All right, let's. This first one's from a CDC whistleblower. Yeah, uh, he, this is a little tough on us, you know. He, yeah, he just says it how it is. He says Spreaker needs real customer service. Boy, do I have stories. Rob, what do you have for that? Wow. That's that's tough, man. I have to say, but uh, it's a pretty simple answer. You know, just make sure that you send your your question or your concern to support at Spreaker.com. And this is the kind of stuff that we want to hear about. We want to hear if you have a frustration uh, with being able to reach us, or if you have something that's <clears throat> going on with the platform that's not quite right that you need help. Um, we are here to help, and I'm I'm also here to help too. And I can be reached at Rob at Spreaker.com. And so, you know, I want to be, be, be available there as well. Um, so we get feedback from, from uh, users of the platform, you know, list, just regular listeners. And then we also get them from our, our, our content providers. And, and I think we have another one here, too. That's great. Uh, I would say, too, um, let me get to this one. I, this, one's, this one's pretty good, too. Uh, Susan wrote, I uploaded everything in my existing feed and created a profile. I wanted to begin... With the free trial and 10 hours of content, but when I uploaded my RSS feed, it uploaded 30 shows. I received an email that I need to upgrade. Is it possible to go back and remove the 20, uh, 20 of the shows, log in, go to the show page, and remove? Yes. <laughs> that simple, huh? <clears throat> it's it, it's pretty much that, that simple. Um, <clears throat> first thing I wanted to say is that 
this person created 30 episodes. That's pretty awesome. You know, that is awesome. <clears throat> so, you know, I think she was trying to figure out and understand how the platform works. And I think it is great. Um, but it is as simple as going into your show page after you've logged in and look at your, your list of episodes and go through and just pull them out of the, the platform. Well, you know, like your, your 20 oldest episodes and just pull them out and, and you can add new ones in there and drop out the old ones if you just want to stay within that free free plan. But if you want to take all the episodes there, all 30, you just need to upgrade and go to the four, $4.99 a month plan, which will give you 100 hours of audio, which is more than enough for, for her here because I think she only needs about 30 hours. Yeah. I, go, go back to the first one too. I'm sorry. I was going to say too, if... If you send an email to support at Spreaker.com and you don't get a quick response, always make sure you maybe go to the social media pages. We've got people yeah. working social media, so they could put in and say, hey, did you guys get that email? So you can get a, a faster response. Yeah, I mean, definitely post a, a tweet to um, at Spreaker, uh, and we can respond there as well and, and kind, of, kind of rally the troops to, to come in and help you. Yes, and uh, a common question we have is what platforms... Uh, our speaker on iOS, Android, or Windows Phone? Uh, all those. Actually, there is a listening app that exists on Windows Phone. It's been in there for like maybe a year and a half now. Um, so it's got, got the full listening experience, the full catalog on Windows Phone. And then we, we actually have two apps. We, we have a, a broadcast or, or a live streaming and a recording app for both uh, iOS and Android. So you can get those on your iPad or you can get them on your, your iPhone or your Android device. Uh, so it's called, uh, it's basically REC is the, is the album or the cover art for that, that app. And it's basically Spreaker, uh, it's a recording app is what it is. And then there's the, the, the listening side for each of the, of the platforms as well. So you can get access to the to the full content uh, that's available on Spreaker, the the 28,000 shows that exist on, on Spreaker today. Thousands and thousands. Well, being, thousands and thousands. Being in the studio, I mean, we're still, you know, uh, producer Chris is uh, monitoring the phone lines and we still don't have Rob on the phone yet. So what I was thinking until he gets there, you know, uh, maybe you could interview me as a about my show until Rob is able to call in or if he even calls in. I mean, the he's, I'm getting messages right now that he's not there. So maybe we should just, yeah, you could interview me. And then if he doesn't call, maybe we can get him back on the show next week. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the, this one of the challenges of live radio <laughs> well, or live podcasting. Well, yeah. it's dealing with broadcasters. I mean, these broadcasters, I mean, some of the people that we have on the show, they have very, very busy schedules. I mean, you're, you're talking about people that, uh, you know, getting millions of downloads per week. Um, so you, you're dealing with people's time. So sometimes things get lost in translation and they're off in a meeting somewhere. So, um, yeah. So, Basically, uh, Rob, you could take the floor, and I guess you could interview me uh, as a you know what I do with my show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so how long have you been doing doing your show? The uh, you know, once you run down that for us as far as uh, you know how you got started, uh, and um, what's been your experience with it so far? Well, I started as uh, you know I got into uh, broadcasting when I was a teenager, uh, and then I worked in the music industry, so. 
you know, my job as a manager, I always had to find a new platforms to uh, tell artists about and say, hey, you need to get on social media and do all these things. And so basically I kind of stumbled upon a lot of these uh, CDNs, uh, broadcasting networks. And I would tell my artists, like, you need to be on this platform. I go, I'm a smuck. I'm getting on here and I'm getting a thousand people per per episode. And you're bigger than me. And I think you should be on here. So that's how I kind of got started. And I, I stumbled on my show just to kind of give me a, a place to vent about all my crazy stories on the road. So uh, there you go. I mean, I, I've been doing it for three, three and a half years. And, uh, you know, it's called the Jeff Adams show. And, you know, we've, it's just been an experiment and I have used uh, my show to really test out the boundaries of broadcasting, testing out new gear, new microphones, new boards, new video cameras. So I've kind of used it as an experience, uh, an experiment for the business that I'm doing now. Well, that's great. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, so how many episodes have you done so far? I think now we're, you know, within three years, it's we're not, you know, slam dunking by any means. I think we're going to be doing, Man, episode seventy four tomorrow. So, awesome. Still, still haven't broken the hundred mark yet, but uh, hopefully we'll get yeah. there. But we just kind of unplug, plug when we need to, based on our schedules. So you do both both live video and 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 live audio uh, with your show too, right? Yes, I I kind of went backwards. I started as a live video show. I was on uh, the TTB network, the Tech Buzz network, with Stephen Haywood. And uh, we started off as a live video show. So I kind of went backwards and said, man, I really, because audio is more popular than video right now. Uh, so I had to kind of go backwards and kind of dive in and, and kind of format my show, show more to like a radio type show. Um, so it's, it's, been a, it's been a process, but uh, I'm really, really enjoying the whole audio experience. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's like when you do a video show, there's, there's a cool element to it, but like I, if I have to listen to my show just to kind of listen to see if there's any kind of noise or whatever, I actually like listening to my show more than watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I think it is something that you can listen to while you're doing more things, right? You can listen in the car. Now, granted, I think a lot of, a lot of uh, video podcasts can still be consumed in, in the car. You just put the phone down. You don't actually watch the video part of it. You just play the audio. But, um, but that's, that's, you know... I think that there's a place for video. Some people like to watch video. Some people like to listen to audio. And um, so I think, you know, there are quite a few podcasters out there that are doing both. And um, they find success if they can keep their bandwidth costs down, right? Yeah. there's. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of costs to doing certain things. But I always like, even terrestrial radio days, I would listen to uh, certain talk shows. And I was always curious. I'm like, this is before webcams. I'm like, man, what do they look like? Uh, what are they doing in the studio? So there's a fascination. I think once you get someone hooked on the audio, they kind of, that's why we talked about presentation earlier. It's so important to have a great presentation on the web. So when someone's looking for you, they can find you and see exactly what you look like uh, beyond the microphone. Oh, totally. You know, I think it, it, it makes for a deeper connection uh, with your audience to have that um, opportunity to, to watch. You know, I do a live uh, video show myself every single week um it's audio and, and video it's live on youtube and all that stuff like that and and the vast majority of the listeners are listening to the audio but um but you always have those loyal people that that watch the video you know it could be maybe 50 or 60 people but um you know those are those are people that are engaging with you in your chat room and they're talking to you 
uh, and contributing to the show. Um, those are your deep fans uh, th- that are usually watching the, the live video or even listening to the live audio. Um, so it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty powerful. So what would you suggest to somebody that's, that's just looking at starting a show, um, how to get started today? What's your, what's your approach? It sounds like you've done that fairly recently here. Well, I mean, I would say, first of all, Sign up for Spreaker.com. Make sure you start there first and yeah. and walk through. And uh, I mean, I, I, I got to say this, not because I'm doing this show with Spreaker, but out of all the platforms, Spreaker is probably the easiest that I've ever used. And so that's why I'm kind of pushing and just like, hey, go to Spreaker.com, get yourself an account set up and start there. And, and, and more than anything, make sure you sound somewhat decent. I know some people don't have the money to go out and get great microphones right off the bat, but start where you're at and take steps. I mean, it, you know, there's, I, when we were talking about doing uh, our 100th episode here, uh, probably it's probably going to be in August when we get there, but uh, we, we talked about kind of going through and doing this collage of how it all kind of got us to, got us to where we are now. Uh, but, you know, just focus on your content, be you, be original, and uh you know, in time, you're going to learn a lot about broadcasting and podcasting just by uh, just doing it. You've got to learn from your mistakes. You're going to go back and listen to your shows like, man, why does my audio so sound so bad? And you're going to go, well, oh, I was talking through my Mac microphone. And so you'll realize, well, maybe I should get a better microphone. We got good content, you know. So, I mean, just start where you're at. There's no pressure and just take those steps and build your audience. Yeah, I think that there's a... There, there is a kind of a, a tendency to want to um, start out like perfect, you know, and and do do a show perfect right out of the gate, um, and and it's fine if you can do that, but the but the the reality is is most people can't. I mean, unless you've done this stuff for years and years and understand the the process of doing it, it's going to be a, a science project for you. I mean, to I mean even even the folks that have been doing it for years and years. Things don't always go smoothly. I mean, it's it's like what you know what's happened a little bit with us today with our guests calling in. Things don't always work smoothly. I did a, a live radio show for many years and had the same thing happen on live radio, and, and and you had to to pull back and you had to change gears and be able to do it on the fly and not get flustered by it or not get frustrated and just go with the flow of it. It's 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 part of being a broadcaster. It's having that capability to to be calm but yet focused right on on engaging and and giving value to your audience um i mean so how important is your audience jeff to in your engagement with your audience i mean what's that process do you have a chat room do you you have a feedback processes for for your show most of it it's it's a chat room i mean we have some loyal people that come in the chat room we do the show monday through thursday and they they interact and uh you know they contribute to the show through social media they give us stories and you know we actually bring them in our conversation the great thing about the chat rooms is at spreaker you have chat rooms and if you have a loyal fan base they can interact and you can pull some great content because those people are in there and they want to be heard too you know because more than likely they want to be broadcasters so they're chatting in the room as well so, yeah. So with that, you know, we're we're at a mark here, and uh, I guess Rob was making some sports bets uh, uh, today. I, I mean, he must have had something come up, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, he's busy, I guess, uh, making money, huh? You got to do it, man. I'm I'm betting yeah. on uh, 
Cavs to bring it all home in the NBA Finals and Tampa Bay Lightning for NHL. So, uh, all right. So uh, let's get to um, the goodbyes here. Uh, let's say our yeah. thanks to everybody listening to Spreaker.com. Rob? Yeah, thanks. And uh, come back and listen to us uh, next Wednesday. Um, hopefully, we'll be in iTunes here in the next uh Next next week or so. So if you wanted to subscribe to us there, or uh, or go go to the Spreaker app, and you can get access to the show right now if you want, wanted to listen to last week's episode. But send your questions and comments to us. Uh, we definitely want to hear back from you. Uh, s- uh, send it to podcasts at Spreaker or just go to our our Twitter account at Spreaker and use the hashtag Spreaker Live and send us your ideas or your comments or. Uh, things that you want us to cover on this show. All righty. Cheers until next week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.